Hey everyone, welcome to the channel. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking all about energy. What is it? How is it being used and in flow all around us? And how can you use this awareness to be more empowered in your day-to-day -day life? That's coming up next, check it out. You're listening to the Wizard Factory Audio Podcast, streaming now from Spotify, iTunes, and other major platforms. Welcome back, friends, to the Wizard Factory channel and our podcast where you explore deeper understanding of the universe and ourselves. My name is Logan Hart. And I'm Brian Easterday. And it's been a while. And um, we have a really good episode ready for you today where we're going to be talking about energy, which is a pretty big topic and I guess sounds kind of generic, but more specifically, the flow of energy and thinking of it in terms of kind of uh, something that you're spending of yours, it is a finite thing, and uh, whether or not those, those transactions are serving you. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what we're getting into. But uh, first things first, if you're new here, please subscribe to the channel. We would love to hit 5,000 subscribers by the end of 2021. I think that's totally possible. And uh, let's say that that is a, a metric of how fast that the love of truth, freedom, and sovereignty is growing, because that's essentially what you're saying when you subscribe is, I want to hear more about this, or I want to help other people see it. You know, So like the video and help boost the video and the algorithms. And without further ado, let's get into the content. Uh, Brian, I guess I'll let you kind of uh, get into it for a minute. Sure. Yeah. Well... <clears throat> This is something that came up because, uh, you know, ironically enough, uh, you and I, there was like a period where we kind of, uh, there's like a few weeks where we didn't really necessarily have uh, any chats, but uh, when we, we we talked again, we kind of noticed the same thing coming up that we were both thinking about the same kind of lesson just in di in different ways. So we so we decided to turn the episode and and that really is about well, where are you putting your energy, you know, into like, are you investing into yourself? Or are you just wasting energy somewhere? Or are you putting you know, are you putting it into something that's not actually serving you and what you really want to achieve in your life? So, you know, to start off with, you know, like we always like to do, understand first, like as, as a foundational concept that everything is a form of energy. There's always an exchange happening. You know, if it's it's moving from this form to another form or, or whatever it is. So this, this, these things that we're talking about, are going to apply whether you're looking at it from say like a financial or a business perspective and and that's a really useful uh analogy or way to a perspective to look at this from uh but it will also apply like in what you're spending you know your focus and your time and attention on in your personal life and your relationships and all these different areas of life it it's something that you can apply holistically hmm. um, universal cosmic law and exactly. Exactly. Law of vibration. You know, when you think about what what energy is, well, we know that you can say the word energy in its simplest form encompasses everything in the no, in the known universe of some kind. But if you want to get more specific than that, while simultaneously keeping that true, then you can think of different energies as sort of different frequencies. 
that of, of whatever form or medium or another is, is matter transferring these vibrations in, in different kinds of forms. So you could just think of it like different notes on a piano or different instruments in a band. They're different, but all kind of the same. It's all music. It's all energy vibration. So like you said, Brian, uh, I definitely think that thinking of everything, it may sound kind of cold and I don't mean this literally, but in terms of a business transaction of sort. In other words, like if you go into a store, you're walking in with some kind of value. You've got some dollars in your pocket or whatever it is, and but you went there looking to go home with something that you didn't walk in with. So your goal is to uh, leave with something of more value to you than the dollars you walked in with. And so that's what it all comes down to is energy is... The, okay, so if the universe is kind of the apparatus by which your consciousness is having this spiritual experience, then the energies could be looked at as maybe broad form variables that then construct the situations that tell a story. Because, you know, the story of existence is just that everything that is and ever has been but to tell a story you have to kind of set the setting you have to kind of bring things down and limit it to a certain you know point of view essentially and so again to to kind of tie this all together these these energies are the ways by which we're constructing how we interact with them is how we're constructing our spiritual experience and that is that is uh perpetuating the evolution of our our awareness mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a, a good way to put it and like again with the uh looking at it from say like the business transaction perspective or you know if you think about your energy you know you imagine yourself like a you have a bank account right well obviously you, you want you want more coming in and then you want to minimize what energy is going out and the and it's not just about minimizing the amount of energy that's going out it's about the energy that does go out is that also serving you hmm. you don't just want you know waste going you know imagine uh you know like i said if say you had a house and your goal was to fill it up with water right and there's like a pipe coming in uh you you want as few pipes going out as possible Right. And those ones that are there, you, you want to, them to actually serve a purpose. So, but if you, if you have more expensive and more things going out or you're, you know, the way you could look at this uh, in like a relationship would be like, if you're giving and giving and giving, you know, and this is whether this is a friendship or a business relationship or whatever it is, if you're constantly giving, but then you're not, there's nothing coming back. Well, that's how you end up in like a codependent or an unhealthy relationship. Right. Just like if you treat your bank account like that, you're spending more than what you have, you end up in debt. You know, it's a, it's an energetic debt. So th these things apply anyway. And looking at it from that uh, perspective, it's just a useful exercise to be able to summarize like, well, is this actually something that is going to be building my, the future and the reality that I want? Or is this something that's actually going to be slowing me down from that or getting in my way? or yes. stopping me from achieving that. Because if I go by, if I go by this thing, that's not really something that I need, instead of taking that money and investing it into my business, well, 
that energy is kind of just wasted. It's a useless expense. Whereas if you were to put that back into your business, well, all of a sudden that's going to help you create more energy flow. So, you know, you're adding more in as well as minimizing what's going out. And this is the same thing in your relationships. You know, you think about it like, you know, an emotional bank account. You want to be filling up that relationship with good experiences. And then you want to be minimizing any, any bad ones. But if you have an account that's it's constantly in emotional debt in that relationship because all the negative experiences are so constant that it outweighs the good ones, well, all of a sudden, that, that's where those relationships become very unhealthy and they're, those are the ones that end up failing, right? You know, we, we've all had some experience with that, you know, I'm sure at some point in our lives. And, you know, you, you can take this and apply it to so many different situations, but it's a really useful perspective to look at and actually ask yourself, you know, what am I actually doing with the time and the, the energy that I have available to me? Yeah, man, <laughs> a lot of stuff hit me. Um, it just goes so deep, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and so like, we hear so much about balance, balance, you know, yin and yang. And But what are you balancing? Energy, right? But n- not just energy like, dust particles floating out in space. I'm talking about actual energy that is flowing through you. It's tangible. It's, it's physical. It's real. That's what you're balancing. And so in a relationship, that energy is what you're balancing there. When, when things get out of balance, it's because the flows of energy are not properly mutually serving. It's not, it's not, it's like if one person was making all the money and putting it into the account and instead of the other per- person, you know, working and, and reaping rewards and putting that into that same account, they're just out spending it. And so mm-hmm. this other person is constantly just putting their energy to something that has a hole in the bottom. You'll right. never, you'll never fill it up. It cannot right. happen. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is taking it back to that business transaction. Ironically, I realized why it may sound cold to some people. If you have a wounded perspective on what business and money and things like that actually is. And so you're going to project that onto, Oh, business is an icky word. No, like, okay. You're probably thinking of a wall street guy, you know, some asshole that's just out to exploit everybody. So if you're going to talk about a, a business transaction, I'm not necessarily saying, you know, business is a good or a bad thing. It, it can take a positive or a negative form, a, you know, a beneficial or a toxic one. So the way that I think you can use to differentiate the two is the intention to be parasitic or symbiotic with those that you're transacting with. What it comes down to is... Everyone at the end of the day is looking to benefit themselves, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. The real question is, are you including the benefit of others in your thought process? That's the only, it's, a, it's an addition to, not a replacement. That's where people get caught up. They're either like, oh, money bad. Like, I'm just going to live like a mon- monk and, and, and shun nice things because I see them as like less godly or not spiritual or, or they're just in that total greedy pig mindset of just like, take, 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 fuck everybody. They're just a, you know, a mosquito walking around, you know, flying around. 
sucking off of people. So that's really what it comes down to is are you engaging in parasitic or, or symbiotic relationships? And that includes not only yourself, but those you're interacting with. You should be asking this of every person, yourself and everyone else that you're interacting with. Right. And I, I think a great way to tell whether or not an interaction or an energy exchange of, of any kind is a, like symbiotic or, or parasitic is a symbiotic relationship. You'll be able to observe the law of Gabo. <clears throat> you know, you'll be able to see that, with, you know, and if you're not familiar uh, with that, be sure to check out our, our rune series that we did where we, we talked about the runes and one of the runes is Gabo, which is, is all about mutual exchange. And that's what you see in a symbiotic relationship where in a parasitic relationship, what you see is there's a host and then a parasite. And then they're just, you know, feeding off of that and draining it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, those will really be a foundational framework of whether or not that relationship, that, that interaction, whatever kind of energetic exchange it is, is a healthy or an unhealthy one mm -hmm. will be based, based off of that. And it, that's a, those are definitely two things to always observe when you're looking at, is this thing something I should be giving my energy into? Well, obviously, you know, if you see, you know, uh, you know, if there's something that say you've been putting like a bunch of money into it, but then there's never like a payout. Well, obviously that's not like a business you want to then keep investing into, right? Because it's not working, you know, or if there, you know, you can apply this to anything, like I said, relationships, if you keep giving and giving and giving, but you never see any kind of a return. Well, you can't, you can't do that because eventually you'll drain yourself and you can't, you can get to the point that you can't give away something you don't have. And some people have managed their, their energy, even their emotional, their psychological energy so poorly that they feel so drained and so depleted that they don't even know where to start, that they can't give anything away because they're They've, they've spent their whole life in a codependent kind of a place where they're constantly, you know, giving away their finances, giving away their emotional energy or whatever it is, but not being clear on like what they're wanting out of it. So, so then they end up totally drained. This is where like depression and these kind of things kick in. And then it just kind of becomes this vicious cycle. But when you start learning how to actually, like for me, this was a really big step of me kind of getting out of. Uh, depression or the, you know, kind of the mental health issues I, I had when I was younger was starting to learn how to like take my energy back. Like, okay, instead of focusing on just like how pissed off I am about this, I'm going to start thinking about like, well, what, what can I actually do to learn from that situation? Hmm. Right. So, you know, you could be looking at the same situation with through two different lenses. One can be a very, you know, where you're, you're almost being, you're parasitic on your own energy, right? You're just giving it away well, you're not learning anything. You're just feeding into the victim story of, oh, this person did this to me, you know, or whatever it is. Or you can look at it from like a warrior mindset, which is where, okay, I went through this situation, but what can I learn from it? How can I actually move forward with this? Mm -hmm. So both, both are energy exchanges. It's just one, you're going to be gaining knowledge and wisdom and awareness from it. And the other, you're going to just be continuing to give away your energy. And the, the only thing you're gaining is a continuation of that victimhood cycle exactly. or whatever it is. Because so I, one way to put that is that parasitic relationships can either be voluntary or involuntary. 
mm-hmm. because say, you know, if some hacker like just straight up steals the money out of your bank account and you've never even met this person, well, obviously right. you, didn't, you didn't even know about it, much less could consent to it mm-hmm. versus if you're in, in a business relationship with somebody for 10 years and they've consistently lied and stolen from you and been shady and, right. you, and you still are just complaining about it, it is a voluntary parasitic relationship because you are continuing to still give your energy to that thing, which is not right. respecting it or you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So again, when you're looking at energy with a very kind of broad spectrum, you can see how it kind of starts tying things together in terms of just this parasitic versus symbiotic dynamic that we're engaging in, whether it's with other people or, you know, activities, say, like addictions or, um, you know, entertainment or things like that, uh, you're giving your energy to those things, even though they're actually feeding off of you, ironically. But you're, you're, those behaviors are coming from that place of automatic deficit internally. Mm-hmm. So to me, that helps me understand addiction a lot better because people just see the, the behavior. They see the self-destruction, but they don't see what's driving that. Why mm-hmm. people wake up and one day and, and put, jam a needle in their arm or whatever. It's not because they just think it sounds cool. It's because a, as bad as that is, the alternative to them is worse that they're, you know, so like, that's really what it comes down to. If you're looking at it in terms of there, you know, say if somebody needs to victimize someone else in order to feed that energy that they, they don't have. So they go out and rape or rob somebody. That is a form of, I think, parasitism because it's, it's not about it you know, like the act itself as much as that's, it's an energy exchange. That person is going out and satisfying this dark energetic need for themselves at what? The the expense of someone else. Mm-hmm. That's verbatim what that is. So. Right. You know, like I said, a good question to always ask yourself is, well, what in every situation, you know, whether it's an emotional, you know, one or, you know, something like said, you're actually dealing with a business or, or whatever it may be, is, you know, what are you giving your energy to? You know, what am I spending my time on? You know, what are you paying attention to? Because mm-hmm. you ultimately, you only have so much time. So if, if you, if there are certain goals or things that you're wanting to achieve in life, the best way to get about or to go about achieving those is by being able to have the resources to do that. And the way you build those is by being conscious and aware of how are you uh, bringing in energy, but but as well as like, how are you spending it? You know, where's your waste? Because that that's really, I think more than anything else, even bringing it in is seeing where your waste is. Where, where the, you know, and for example, say you wanted, you know, you're studying to get a degree or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're just sitting around watching Netflix all day. Well, is that going to actually help you study and achieve that degree you want? Or was all that time and attention that you gave to something else wasted energy that could have been applied towards achieving that goal? Right. So th- these are, you know, the questions that we have to ask ourselves, you know, and th- those same things that can come into a relationship. 
you know, definitely in like a, uh, my past relationship, there was, there was a point I really had to realize and say like, Hey, I, I can't keep giving and giving and giving like this because it's, it is not working. And, and then I had, I had to realize, okay, so th this is actually a, a very unhealthy, this is kind of like a parasitic relationship. And I, you know, I need to get out of it because it's codependent. And then there were a lot of different steps I had to take in order to, to get to that healthy place, you know, which is very, you know, very different than, you know, being in a, in a healthy relationship where there is that equal exchange. And, you know, um, so what, you know, what we want and what we create, we, we very much are responsible for. That's what it ultimately comes down to because you, you have the choice of whether or not, uh, you want to be continue feeding your energy into this, you know, or, or into that, whatever it is, but the choice is ultimately yours. Right. Absolutely. One way you could look at it kind of is we've probably all heard this energy is your, or sorry, emotion is energy in motion. So if you're looking at it like that, it's really all about care that, that care, what you're, what you care about, you will feed your energy and time and attention to. So essentially you can say you care about something, say the degree, but if you're spending more time watching the Netflix and not studying for the degree, then you can say whatever you want, but how you're spending your energy is really what is determining or, or not, not even determining, but just is a, is a true metric of that mm -hmm. what you actually care about. And right. so that's the question you have to ask yourself. I know it sounds so simple, but when you're uh, complaining about, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with complaining in general, but if you're complaining about the same thing for a long time, for example, and, and it either you're not willing to change it or you're unable to change it, say like a barking dog at the neighbor, you know, you're not going to go shoot the neighbor's dog. You're just going to have to fucking deal with it. Right. So at some point in order to keep your sanity, you literally have to just decide, I don't care enough to care anymore about that. I don't, it's, it's not worth my energy. I've spent enough time giving that feeding that you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so like it, the irony is the it's the thing that you actually hate and are focusing on that you're you're still I'm not going to say you're feeding is in just just by you uh, thinking about the dog that that's going to make the dog bark worse. I'm not saying that, but the irony is that that thing which you say you despise, you are still sh showing in action that that's what you care about because you keep giving it your energy your mm -hmm. attention. Right. I, that seems like a perfect segue into the, you know, like essentially identifying distractions and, you know, like, so you can say the dog is a distraction, but are you really more distracted by the barking itself or are you stopping what you're doing to fucking bitch or yell at the dog or whatever? Like which of those two things is more of a distraction, which is taking more energy from you. That's what you need to be asking you know, like identifying maybe something you think is a solution or you keep saying is a solution is actually a distraction. In other words, if it's, if it may be a problem, but it's not the problem that's actually the, the root of your problems, 
but you're focusing on some peripheral thing and saying, well, no, like I need to do this. Yeah, you're technically right, but you're also distracting yourself from the thing you really don't want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's excellent. And there, and there's so many different things that can actually be uh, a distraction mm. or something that, that, you know, anything that isn't a solution, for example, like staying stuck in the victimhood mindset, that is a self-perpetuating cycle that just feeds and snowballs on itself. Um, till it becomes like, you know, radically out of control. And then a person can get to the point that they literally feel like they have zero control over their life at mm. all. And, and then they hate it. But it's because they've allowed, you know, they've allowed that, like, ultimately, like, we are all in control, whether or not we realize it, you know, it's just like, are you focusing on things that are distracting you and keeping you from achieving your goal? Or is it something that is a solution to help you on the way to achieving your goal? Um, no, ma no matter what that goal is. Yeah, it can come in many, many forms, you know, victim mindset, like you said, what, what about blaming other people, you know, right. Uh, gossiping even it, even mm -hmm. if it has nothing to do with you you're giving if you're giving more energy to people you've never even met some celebrity or somebody in your town then you're showing that you it, sorry what i'm saying is if you're giving more energy to those things it's not that it's wrong to ever gossip or complain or any of that it's that if you're spending more energy doing those things than actually taking action and changing or, or changing your situation or changing something about it, maybe your mindset or whatever, then that, that is a telltale sign. Right. Well, and that's, you know, I guess a good, another good way to look at this would be like the difference between like something that's an asset and something that's a liability. Mm. Right. You know, that liability has the potential to cost you energetically. Exactly. Whereas, you know, an asset, something that you're, you're actually, it actually has a value for you like you know it's solid just a, a quick comment because it, it kind of invokes this idea of you know you talk about being becoming the internal king like that archetype of being an internal king but uh, on the side you also need this internal lawyer to be checking for liabilities and assessing you know right and, and mitigating those right no no mm -hmm. i mean yeah because it's true because yeah anything that say if you're wanting to achieve a goal well anything that is keeping you from doing that whether it's like the amount of energy you're spending on something or focus that you're giving into you know th those are things that can then become liabilities because they're not actually you know helping you feed into your goal right yeah like even say um take getting a new dog or something like that like you could say oh i'm unhappy uh, I'll get a new dog. Well, sure, you know, having a pet companion can definitely lift the spirits and make you feel less alone. But at the same time, if you're doing that because you're you're surrounding yourself with another thing that that needs something from you, that gives you this kind of outlet to distract yourself from what's making you unhappy. You see how it's not the thing itself. It's, it's what's going on in your mental state, mentalism, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause this, you know, this all ties back to, to cosmic law as with, mm -hmm. as with everything, um, you know, what we're looking at here is just, you know, cause and effect. You can look at, Hey, if I, if I do this and then I end up, you know, if I keep spending money on this drug addiction, well, I'm going to end up, you know, broke and, you know, addicted and probably in a really poor place right 
Whereas if you were to take that money and invest it into your future and do that, what are you going to do? You're going to create a better future for yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like that's all, uh, that's all coming down to the principle of mentalism. It's all coming down to cosmic law and, you know, our understanding of cause and effect, you know, it's, it's really simple to observe that. Yeah, exactly. And, and take like that, that example of the junkie again, there's really something to that there because they're not wrong for being wounded. They're not wrong for, for needing something to just, I don't know, like take them out of the, the hell that they live. They're wrong for reaching for something that isn't a solution. Mm-hmm. You right, take that same energy that's driving you insane that you can't cope with, you literally can't live with, and you put it into something that's go. You invest it into yourself mm-hmm. that's going to serve you and and be a solution rather than a crutch and a ball and chain on your leg. Yeah, and that's how you get stuck in that victim. It's not about being. It's not wrong for being miserable it's wrong for reaching for something that isn't going to change it, that that's going to actually perpetuate and keep you crippled. Right. Yeah. Cause it's something that is definitely, yeah. Liability. You know, there's so, so much to go with that. that right. You, you can see it, that metaphor, but you know, and this is leads into the point of, you know, one of the things you can really ask yourself is like, are you choosing to invest in yourself or are you constantly always investing in others? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that investing in others is about, for example, like with my son, I, I invest time and attention and money and all, all sorts of stuff for him because he's my son. I, I want that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm choosing to do that. Um, but at the same time, if I was constantly giving and giving and giving and I never took any time to work on my projects or to just like do the things that I, I need to do in life, I, w- I would just end up completely drained and stressed out. And then I wouldn't be able to be... Yeah the best father I could because I, you know, I'm constantly giving away. So it's still uh, just a balance. It's, it's not just either a balance or. thing, you know? Um, but even then, you know, I think a, a choice that you can kind of always ask yourself, like when you're going to spend energy, whether it's attention or, fi- you know, for example, like with finances, one, you know, one of the things that over the last few years, you know, I've really uh, made up my mind about is, you know, how much I didn't want to be paying rent to someone and then it just going away that I was very insistent on being able to like, if I was spending money, I was going to be buying my own property. I was going to be investing that into myself. Cause you could look at it, say you say your rents, you know, 600 a month or whatever, you know, whatever that number is, if you're paying it to a landlord, well, once that is spent, it's gone. You, you get that month, you get that little bit of usage out of it. It's limited. And, and then it's gone. You don't get to use that again. Where say if you were spending that same amount buying your own property, investing into yourself or taking that same amount of money and putting it into prog, you know, say you're buying tree, fruit trees for your property or whatever it is, those are all, you're taking that same amount of energy and you're just choosing where you're spending it. You know, so as long as, you know, you want to be building, if you're building your reality and wanting to take control of your life, well, that's a, that's a really great place to start. I mean, for everybody, because everybody has to have a place to live, right? Well, why wouldn't you be trying to choose to invest in yourself versus choosing, you know, to, to constantly give that to others? Because then you're, you're really, you're getting the bare minimum amount of reward out of the energy you're spending. It's like, 
um, like with the grocery store example used earlier, Logan, it's like if you're going in there uh, and instead of, you know, buying a bunch of uh, food that you could then take and, you know, you get a good deal on and you can make a bunch of meals out of that. You just go and buy like one item that's like way overpriced. Like a $50 piece of lobster. Like, like a something. $50, yeah, you know, whatever it is, like some stupid little thing, you know, like a pizza, whatever you want to imagine it is. But, it, you know, would you really like, would you feel like you really got a good deal that if you went into the grocery store and you spent 50 bucks on a pizza and that was all you got? No, that would have seemed like a waste of energy. We, you can look at that same thing, you know, and then that same thing applies to, you know, in, in a relationship as well. You know, are, are you putting energy into a, a relationship, no matter what kind of relationship it is, is this actually going to help you create the reality you want and have the experience that you want in this life? Or is it something that's going to like, you know, you're giving away so much energy that you're actually helping create someone else's reality that you're going along with them and co-signing their things. I I know that was definitely something in my, in uh, one of the unhealthy relationships I I had in the past. Uh, I was giving so much myself that like, it it almost like co-signed and went into the reality the other person has, that their their projection and everything that they're living into, you're constantly feeding that in, you know, feeding into that every time you Mm co-sign one of their victimhood things or whatever it is. And then before you know it, you're, you're living in a reality that you didn't even want to, that it's not yours. It's someone else's. And you're so tied up in it that you're like, well, man, how do I even get my energy back to start creating my own life again? You know, like whenever I got out of that, that relationship, I, I literally like started from scratch, you know, like I, I had to start over. Like I had, you know, my, you know, the vehicle, you know, I had, you know, I give, I had given it away, you know, but not thinking about it. This is a great example. Yeah. I had a vehicle totally owned. And then for what, you know, she didn't have a vehicle and said she needed one. So I gave her mine. Right. But where where that left me without a vehicle and then, you know, and then she never got it back and I never got it back. And I wasn't even allowed to take it down the street to go to the gas station or anything like that because, but I put myself in that situation. I was choosing to get my energy into that instead of saying that like, no, this is my, this is my vehicle. I bought this. If you need one, you're going to have to figure out how to get your own, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and because of that, I had to start from scratch, you know, the same thing with the house and, and every, like I lost pretty much everything and just started from over that. But that's because I allowed myself to get into that situation. And I had to start asking myself, how do I take my energy back in order to get my life back in order? You know, and it was, as you know, Logan, it was quite, quite the process, quite still, the still in that yes. process, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, yeah, as long as you're co-signing that, then you're perpetuating the learned helplessness that is yep. coming out of that victimhood. There you go. That I always think of that meme. It's one of my favorite memes where the dude's riding the bicycle. It's like a comic and he sticks a stick (laughs) in his front and then he falls over and then he blames something else. He's like, fucking whatever, you know, you know, government or fucking Trump. (laughs) (laughs) People always trying to find something else to blame. Mm -hmm. But yeah, ultimately you have power, whether you like it or not. You have a life force. That's what that is. Like the dark crystal where they're siphoning off their essence, their literal life force. That's, that's what you're giving away. Uh, and, and like, ultimately, 
It just it is what it is. So at all times, you're either using that energy for or against yourself. And yes. no one can ever take that responsibility away from you. It, so don't bother trying to give it to anyone. It's yeah. yours, own it, use it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's actually your power. That's your sovereignty. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who, you know, uh, haven't seen it, you know, we did a great breakdown on the Dark Crystal series too, you know, so so check that out as well. By Um, the way too, guys, just a quick mention, if y'all haven't checked out the Patreon yet, definitely go do that because we're, we've really put a lot of value into that and people are are really liking that so far. Um, Brian, you'd mentioned something about uh, how the system kind of being designed to keep people in survival mode really plays into this dynamic we're talking about here. Yeah, absolutely. Because if if you think about it, just even energetically, or just even from the financial perspective, we can very much see the the systems, especially here in the West is, uh, it really is designed to keep people in a place of like, just living paycheck to paycheck, you know, or constantly stuck in a state of fear, constantly stuck in this kind of survival state. And the reason they are kept there is because they don't understand at a fundamental level energy management whether that's their time and attention but that time and attention then translates into finances Hmm. you know whether it's like oh is this a distraction is this liability people aren't actually looking at these things and asking themselves these questions so what what income they do end up getting they they end up just completely spending or it's it's gone or you know because they chose to get this loan or get that and then they have all these bills that have stacked up uh, and it, and it keeps people stuck in this cycle. Whereas if you learn proper, proper energy management, not only will you have, you know, your finances will probably get in better order, but you will have more time in your life to pay attention to the things that you really care about, that you really value. And when you, you have that time and you, you have those resources, you then have freedom mm. in your life. You can choose exactly. to go study. You can choose to do this project. You can actually start to make choices and moves as as creating in the world versus just being a little another cog in the machine that can't it can't leave because it just it doesn't have the ability to go anywhere you know anywhere else so and that all really comes down to fundamental the principle mentalism you know are you just living life without even realizing where you're putting your your time and your attention and your energy or are you consciously choosing to use that with awareness in order to achieve the goal that you want. Absolutely. Invest in yourself and you'll have the resources to achieve the freedom that you want. And now what better time than now, dude, look at the state of the world, right? You know, investing in yourself doesn't just mean like buying a a trust or something like that. It means grow a garden in your backyard. Start fermenting vegetables, figure out a way to collect rainwater. That is investing in yourself far more than what what you probably think of. And and if you're going to do something financial, invest in something that's going to grow in value like cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. That's what what I'm choosing to invest my money in and it's it's paying off very well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just there's just no excuses anymore, dude. Right. YouTube alone as ironic as it is that they're this colossal icon of censorship and freedom of speech stifling and all of that, that's the best place to learn how to grow your own food and beat the freaking system. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. 
use yeah. it. It's free. Well, and that's a, a, a great There's I no like more excuses. You, yeah, I, I like that you brought that point up because it's uh definitely something I've been thinking about is the you know the difference between you know uh perceived security, you know, value and security and imagined value and security. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, like you might have uh an investment or something, but it's something that, you know, it's it's not a guaranteed thing. It could go up, it could go down, you know, whatever that may be. So that's something that it's it's good to have. It's not that that's wrong, but you also have to understand that it has it may have a volatile nature. Whereas, like one of the goals I'm focusing on, like with my land, for example, is building like a permaculture forest, building you know an an all organic you know or a natural swimming pool, you know for water collection, you know adding swales and all all these different things because that actually to me that that is real security of knowing that I can collect water in order to have uh, a self-sustaining system, that this forest that I plant will only get better and better and better, and I'll have to do less and less maintenance on it as it goes along, but I'll be able to pull more reward from it. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, to me, that that's a real security. That's something. So that, you know, I think when you're spending uh, your energy or you have goals, that's another question to ask yourself. Is this something that is just a perceived value or perceived wealth, but I, there's a potential to lose it at some point? Or is this, a, is this actual real security? Is this some kind of long-term stability that I can have that I know as it gets better? Like, you, like with my, my food forest example, that not only will that get better throughout my life, but as I pass that on to my children, that, that'll be something that gets better for them. You know, it's something that will only continue to grow uh, and get better and better. And and not just as a, for us, but it will, you know, it's going to increase, you know, the organic matter in the soil. So that'll increase the water retention. So that'll, that'll bring in more species, more plant variety, you know, whether it's plants, animals, you start to build this little ecosystem. And instead of going, you may go from a place that was this place that was barren and had nothing on it to all of a sudden this place that's really quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's a great example of like, okay, if I wasn't doing that, I could just be going and buying, instead of buying trees, I could just be buying the fruit from the grocery store. Right. Well, yeah, I'm still getting that. I'm still getting something from it, but is it a long-term value? Is it real security? It may give me food in the moment, but is it going to give me food over and over and over again? You know, so you have to start thinking about things like that and bringing in that long-term, that kind of Saturnian perspective into things you know, and, and really setting yourself up to where you have actual stability and security. And then once you have that, well, all of a sudden it becomes a lot easier to then expand from there Mm -hmm. to make more ventures because you have that solid foundation to build off of. And let us know what your solutions are, you know, leave us a comment. Where's our gardeners at? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, where's my permaculture advocates? Because you know, to me, I think that's one of the best, one of the best solutions we could all be focusing on is putting that energy back in, you know, into the earth that, you know, that's, that's a bank, that's an account that we all have to draw from. So we need yeah. to be putting something back in. Right? That's a good one. That's a good one. So ultimately, you know, we can kind of tie it all together by saying like, really just look at what energy truly is everywhere at all times, constantly in motion ebbing and flowing and interacting with you and your consciousness and 
that's happening regardless. So bring your awareness to it, tap into that and start being your own lawyer, being your own banker, determining what is and isn't a good business transaction. You know what I mean? The flow of currency is along the river banks. Like you have to guide and flow that energy like an empowered wizard for lack of a better word. Here right. we are at the wizard factory, you know, let's, let's be some wizards. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, speaking of wizards, check out our initiation package. It's a free mini course that we made. Plus it gives you access to our Facebook closed private group. So click that link in the description. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, in the comments, I definitely want to hear from you guys, you know, what are, you know, tell, tell me what are some areas that you see, like maybe as humanity, what's a, what is a liability? What's an area where we're maybe wasting our energy as a humanity? And then what is your solution for that problem? You know, let, let's get some discussion going in the comments with that. But yeah, I think that's going to be kind of a, a good wrap here. So, you know, again, like Logan mentioned, check out that initiation package, check out the Patreon. A lot of check stuff. out our website. Mm-hmm. thewizardfactory.com all of our products and services on there everything more about us and who we are you know what we're working on absolutely yeah and yeah with lots of great stuff going on um that, that's getting ready to come out so keep an eye out for all that and thank sorry you. yeah one more thing too um quick shout out to all of our patrons as well we just want to you know thank you guys for helping to support us it really does help and we're we're the more that that is growing the more that we can really show up and provide even more value in higher quality ways uh, via this channel, which is really something that we want to do. So again, thank you. That really, really does help. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that's going to wrap this one up for uh, this episode. So thanks for tuning in, guys. You know, be sure to like, subscribe, share it around if you found it valuable. And until next time, be empowered, be inspired, be encouraged. Booyah! Thank you for listening to the Wizard Factory Podcast. We hope you'll join us again next week as we continue to explore deeper understanding of the universe and ourselves.